so happy to have this girl in studio. I haven't gotten kind of fanboy over many people uh, on the show. Uh, Fred Penner was, I think, the first guy I got excited about. James James Taylor, or James Taylor, yeah. James Brown, that was pretty, I got a little, but I just watched him perform live and then I interviewed him, so that was poor timing on my part. But Amy Savin is here in the studio. Years ago, we ran a contest on the show called So You Think God Wants You to Sing, where amateur singers submitted their audition videos of them performing a song, and then finalists were culled, and the culling was fun, let me tell you, from the pack. Eventually, a winner was chosen, and Amy Savin was the winner, and now Amy is a professional recording artist, and her new album, Unveiled, was just released. Amy Savin is a dynamic and powerful vocalist and songwriter who crafts melodic alternative rock songs that weld huge, huge Donald Trump songs, huge sounding guitars, and intricately designed drum parts together into explosive declarations. You could hear influences like a bunch of people I don't know. I'm not going to go through and read the list because I'll just look silly. But she has uh, lived... Wait, did you actually... Did you live in... You didn't live in Australia. Your mom's from there, but did you live there? No. Do you want to? I'm not offering, like, ticket or anything, but... Honestly, Australia is pretty far away from everything in the world, so it would be a little difficult on a music career. Yeah. But I love the people out there. You would kill over there. You would. I think you would have a detrimental impact on Hillsong. Praise the Lord. Oh, sign me up. Yeah. No. We. Well, my manager has been wanting to send me to Australia. Yeah. Um. So you never know. I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Honestly, like this is so weird. Because Being back here. Well, being back here, but being oh. back here with Drew, because Drew, <laughs> Drew was like one of the first, maybe not the first, but one. you were one of the first people to celebrate me as a musician mm. in my upbringing, which no one would know. My upbringing was totally not what I'm doing. Just a very simplistic sort of, um, for lack of better words, Mennonite-ish yeah. upbringing. Yeah. And for me to explore this musical world you wouldn't have thought it. But Drew is somebody that as soon as I met you, for whatever reason, and I don't know why, you just like called out greatness in me and like would tell me things that you saw in me that I didn't know that were in me. And I like, that seems so weird that just this random relationship has inspired me for all of these years. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's the first time anyone has said that I have inspired them. So thank you. That was very inspirational. <laughs> no, I, listen, I don't know a whole lot about a whole lot, but I can toot toot a little bit. Well, actually, I'm lactose intolerant, so I do that a lot. <laughs> I can toot toot a little bit when it comes to picking talent. I know when somebody... And the other thing is, I, w- I don't waste my lip service on people that aren't teachable. And that's what you are. That, I mean, I, that's the, one of the first things I saw. I recognize your talent, and then all of a sudden I went, whoa, she's actually very teachable, too. So you wow. are were able to let stuff in. Most people don't. Yeah. And I think that that's just been my whole journey as a human being is like, what is real and what is truth? And that led me down to question things that were um, coming in the way of what I believe is my calling in my life. And Mm -hmm. to be able to see that in the midst of opposition um, is pretty remarkable because a lot of people will waste their talent or their calling because of fear. And I've just decided that fear is... Did fear screw with you? Oh my gosh, totally. Totally. Totally, yeah. Fear, like... I love this quote. It says, if, what, if you're not doing something today because of fear, 
fear has reduced you. And I have decided it'll be a forever journey that like, I don't want fear to reduce me. I want to be everything that God dreamed me up to be. And sometimes that means stepping out into completely unknowns, which is most of my life, which mm. is the song Pioneer on my record. I think so highly of you. I was going to mention this, but you know, it makes me look good, so I will. <laughs> oh no, I think so highly of your talent. Just the resonance in your voice is something that has stood out for me for a long, long time. That I wanted you to be on the same show as Amy Grant, with the hopes that her people will accidentally stumble on your stuff. Well, you know what's funny? Somebody described my new sound as if Paramore and Amy Grant had a baby. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder how Vince Gill feels about that. Anyway, how are you? How how are you? I'm good, sir. Don't don't you like that one? That's like a greeter at church kind of tone. Yeah. And they double hand you. They'll grab your hand and they grab your wrist. They're like implying that you're going to spill their guts to Yeah, right at the door at church. Yeah. No, how are you? Last time I saw you, I don't even think you had a boyfriend. Now you're married. How'd that Uh, happen? Yeah. So weird. It's been... Krista Mingle? Yeah. (sighs) No, actually. <laughs> so Peter, who was born in Michigan but raised in California, became friends with my brother. My brother and him hung out at our house growing up, met him, and then four or five years later, we started dating because he was actually doing video work for me and website design. And so we he was working for me. And then eventually... You were fraternizing with the uh, <laughs> staff? I know, yeah. And eventually I was just like, you know what? Let's just not do this how about we get married were and you then flirty I don't have to... were you flirty like who who, <laughs> who flirted first who made the first uh extended eye contact thing uh it was definitely peter because <laughs> peter well when peter first met me he said he instantly felt like if i were to ask him to marry him that he would say yes well duh well but he didn't have any comp like we had talked maybe one or two times so like we didn't know each other but oh he was, was just going off looks he he was going off of this feeling that he just he's like I don't know what this is. Yeah, that's called hormones. <laughs> so the first thing that I said was no thank you, but in a very very nice way in like yeah. a huge letter. A huge cuz he had yeah, it was an email back. <clears throat> he was from California. We couldn't like meet him. Um so then 4 or 5 years later I got the same thing, like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm supposed to marry you. There wasn't even a ton of flirting. No. It was just like, we are supposed to get married. And then uh, a little bit of Romeo and Juliet, six months later, we, we you got took married. took some poison? Oh. <laughs> uh, so wait, how long have you been married? In December, it'll be seven years. You've been married for seven years? I'm just like... Dude, I still think of you... Remember that? Actually, here's we're going to do this. <laughs> There's a picture of you in the So You Think God Wants You to Sing. So if you go to the Google and type in the YouTube, you'll find the Amy Savin on the Drew Marshall Show. And you'll see this picture of her. And what are you, like 14 in that picture? Uh, I was like 20, 21. Yeah. Wow. See, I still think of you as that. And then you show up today all seven-year married and professional singer what's the key uh, around your neck for so a friend of mine gave me this key that says peace on it because every year i try and focus on a word and in the midst of all the changes in my life peace was a word that came to me and so she says wear this until you find someone that needs peace more than you do right and that's my goal right now i need it <laughs> you need peace yeah are you okay pudding how are you how are you <laughs> let's get a song out of you please sure. oh oh that's why Oh, there it is. That's the. This is the song submission for So You Think God Wants You to Sing. 
Is that you? That's you playing keys too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a lighter song. I know how much you hurt feeling emptied of worth and pride. You don't know where to turn all your bridges that Lighters burn up, everybody. Lighters up. And your tears are still stained. They can't wash it I, away. I, I don't want to sound like the contest was fixed. Tim's got his cell phone later out. It's radio. No one actually sees you doing that, Tim. He's doing it on the Facebook live stream. So people are seeing him. Uh, what was I saying? I don't want to make it sound like the contest was fixed. But I knew you were going to win. You did? Yeah. Why? Remember, we had people voting. Like, it was online voting stuff, yeah. too. So it wasn't just we had the real recording so industry did. people mm-hmm. vote as well. It wasn't just me. No. So So it wasn't fixed. No, it wasn't fixed. What song are you going to do, Amy Savin? Well, I think I'm going to do a song called, uh, not to dampen the mood, it's yes. called God and the Gallows. <sighs> Love it. Yeah. And That's perfect for my show. Is it? <laughs> The thirty, the twenty second introduction is that this song was inspired by the novel Night by how do you say his name, Ellie Weasel? Yes. Um, there's a a scene in that book where there's a child that is being hung, and one of the onlookers says, "Where is God now?" Hmm. And someone replies, "Well, don't you know he's there in the gallows?" Meaning that God is never distant in our suffering; he's close. Man. I love it. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Amy Savin. Every day is a chance I can take to start over. Let the pain of the past finally rest on your shoulder. I know you.
chance to start over And every day is the promise you're never gonna let me go Kidding me? Amy Savin. Good night. All right. This is the this is the litmus test for, for as far as I'm concerned, whether you suck or not. Because you sing the, you sing Jesus songs, okay? I sing Jesus. And I'm you know I, I'm not I'm not into that. Well, you know that already about I know me, that about right? You. Yeah. But I just had a moment where I visualized myself standing at the meeting house while you were leading worship, and it actually got through my cynicism because I know you. Mm. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you back on, in, especially this last month, is because, you know, the stench of authenticity is high with you. <laughs> and I just have a disdain for the worship scene and the worship industry and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's a little unfair because I don't know the other worship people but yeah. that song see i think it's the it plays against type it's a worship song but it's it's set in it's got that sort of eastern block auschwitzy kind of thing <laughs> auschwitzy did i just use <laughs> that as a, a that's now. a real word wow i remember steve bell did a concert in at massey hall with the symphony yeah and he was talking about well he was over there and he wrote this song and it had mm. that and he set it all up with the angst that that is that comes mm -hmm. with all that stuff. So anyway, that was me saying, holy crap, that was ah. yeah. Well, that's like such a huge honor because I feel like the way that I've been trying to write is um, there's a good quote that says, good art comforts the disturbed mm. and disturbs, disturbs the, the comfortable. Yeah. And I feel like the way that I write music inspired by God is to disturb the church in their complacency and in a lot of times it feels like ignorance mm -hmm. and to comfort those and to invite people who don't know the kindness of God into the conversation. So including language that maybe they can relate to, mm -hmm. like you're not going to sing a song about hanging in the gallows on a Sunday morning, but I know that some people have literally been there. But why not though? This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Who says that everybody coming to church on a Sunday morning is already in a happy clappy yeah. mood? Yeah. The chances are the vast majority of people have got some kind right. of wedgie happening. Oh yeah, and you and you wedgie. <laughs> they got those spiritual wedgies going <laughs> <That's> on. <what> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you need the artist to speak up and yeah. be the prophetic voice. Amy, why do people? Some people say that those who can't do teach. Mm -hmm. The synonym is the synonym for that. That's Tim, by the way. Is the synonym for that, if you can't make it in the music industry, you become a worship leader? Ah. How do you, you know, feel about that? That's a really interesting statement. And uh, I feel like there, 
that has sort of become a thing where people are really into music and one of the easiest ways to get a living, I would say even more so in the US, mm. is to become a worship director at a church. Now, mind you, that might just be a person's calling on their life. Um, and it is insanely difficult to build a career being a solo artist. So if you have this desire to connect people to God or to each other through music, church makes sense because it's a stable, reliable income, mm -hmm. which I just left a stable, reliable income at a church. You did? I did, like literally last month, to tour my record full time. Um, so talk about like leaving all of the comfort and I the safety. I am so proud of you again. Yeah. So it's this weird like, oh, I have no idea what's going to happen to my life. But um, I just have this feeling like I've had all... If the universe could be against me, like it, it has been, um, and yet I'm just so stubborn. Yeah, I do. I remember that about you, actually. Yeah, I'm so stubborn, yeah. and but I don't know that. I think the stubbornness is is intentional. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Even though like health hasn't been easy or just. What's wrong with you? Are well, you okay. I am. Is it personal? <laughs> it's not chick stuff, is it? No. Okay. Well, I. Wait, I've should had... I say chick? Is that okay, girls? It's three girls like said it's okay. 60% so. of us are female yeah. or 70 in this room. Um, I've had like jaw problems for the last like 15 years. And just 2018, I lived for a year with a 24-7 device that corrected my jaw bite. So for the first time in like 15 years, my jaw is properly connected. But like I would, con and even now I'm, um, const I'm still healing because mm -hmm. I'm learning to live without my retainer. But like, you have a retainer? Not right now, but like, but you had one. Mm-hmm. Like, like high school? Oh man, I've I've had everything in my mouth. Like, <laughs> I've had like a headgear. I've had braces twice. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so I'm glad your jaw is better. Yes, thank you. It it so like there is a song that I will play eventually today that's called Pioneer, and during the recording of it in the studio in Vancouver, Washington, I sung the whole thing with a locked jaw. Wow. It was so painful that right after the song, I started sobbing because... Um, and they thought it was the Lord. <laughs> you know, the, long, the, song, the line that I was singing was, nothing here is free, nothing here is easy. And how ironic that I had to sing that line mm. with a locked jaw. Um, so yeah. That's brutal. One time at Bandcamp, one time <laughs> at, I had wicked guttural pain and I didn't know what it was so I went to emergency finally at three in the morning and I had to wait at emergency like we all do about four hours and couldn't get in and next thing you know I'm starving now I've got a headache a wicked headache because I've got I'm starving I'm like I don't know which is, okay I got to take care of one of them so I go to this machine in the emergency room and it's got a butter tart in it all these empty slots nothing else to eat except a butter tart put the money in butter tart drops I go to put it in my mouth lock jaw <gasps> I can't get the butter tart oh, in my mouth. Oh, my god! So gosh. I'm relating to this. Yeah. But if I can continue, I jammed it in my mouth anyway, and it was butter tart all down the front of me. I had syrup and crumbs, and, and that's when they called me. Drew Marshall, please come to the emergency room. Yeah. Uh, you know, I totally relate to that story. I've had to shove Locked things up. in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. When you were, I want to talk, so sorry, I have a weird memory of you, and it's that stupid little bird song. Yes. You sitting on the front porch. And you rescued a robin or something? What was yeah. the whole thing? There were... Wait, like, did it die? You know, I don't know. 
Oh. It's we I rescued two of them. I named them Robin Hood and Little John. <laughs> Walking through the forest. I even made them little hats and played that song and videotaped them. I wish that I still had those videos. They were so sweet. Some but might say that's animal cruelty, but not you. So what was that song? Do you remember how it went at all? The one where I'm outside? Yes. Yeah, it's like, you got my back, oh, oh, and it's just like that. Oh, you got my back. I won't go alone into this world. And this is, okay, anyway. Memory lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you think you were going to win our contest? So you think God, what did the Lord tell you? Honestly, I didn't think that I would because I don't win things really ever. And um, so I was I was really, really, really surprised, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah. I'm always surprised when anything, not not like I'm an Eeyore, but like you just, you fight totally so Totally where I was going. <laughs> you fight so hard for something and like you don't, I don't, what's the word when you feel like entitled? Yeah. Like I don't feel like I deserve anything in the no, sense like. That's because the family you grew up in though. Well, yeah. You, you, they were so grounded. Yeah. Well, they, are. they chose and choose a simple, reliable way of living mm-hmm. and you... Well, that's the thing is like they believe in um, being grateful for where you're at, as everybody should. Mm-hmm. And and that is really good for when you have a, a mind of anxiety and whatever. But when you want to go beyond, you have to you have to poke holes sometimes in saying, even though this is good, mm-hmm. if the Lord's calling me to something beyond this, I need to be obedient to that because I could miss out on something Incredible. I'm going to ask you one question, then we'll get you to do another yeah. song if that's all right. Amy Savin here in the studio. By the way, her website is Amy Savin, which is spelled like saving without the G. So Amy, S-A-V-I-N dot com, Amy Savin. And the CD that she has just released and is now touring is called Unveiled. Killer, killer photo on the front of that thing. Are you sure there's a God? Absolutely. Really? I am. I am. I know that that sounds weird. Yeah. Because can you really be sure of something? Right. But if someone said, jump off this cliff, and you will, like, if someone said, either you jump off the cliff, and... If, or, there, if or, two, or deny there's a God. Your, yeah. your choice. I, for sure. And the only reason I know that is because of some of the darkest crap that I've been through to experience his kindness... I'm telling you, if someone has actually experienced the kindness of God, you can't unknow. You can't unsee. You've seen behind the and curtain. You can't unhear. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I my like my mission. Everyone's mission seems to be like I'm going to spread hope. Absolutely, but my mission is to unveil the Father and let everybody know that that you actually belong, that you're actually a son that you're actually a daughter. And in that identity, there is so much freedom. I couldn't do anything without knowing my identity, that, that I have this, like, this love and light bursting outside of me that he is going to use, that I am partnering with perfect love himself. Like, there is no question in my mind that I could not, literally could not exist without him living as close as my skin and closer. So, that, so that's a yes? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people, I have an internal eye roll when they rattle on like that. But I trust you. Like, I actually believe you. 
It's that, uh, it's, I think, I don't know, I know you. I like you. I think you're authentic. Okay, let's play a song. <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm going to play Pioneer. It's probably the most difficult to sing just because there's so much emotion in it. Um, but there's one line that I just love, and because I've faced so much opposition in my journey and I've had to pioneer my way, mm -hmm. There's a line that says, be kind, world, to the pioneer. Stop hating on the people that are actually have a clear vision, and you just, you just can't see it yet. Mm. Love it. Live on the Drew Marshall Show, Amy Savin. They wanted a spy, but slumber is their weakness. Only seekers will find the truth amidst the wreckage. What price is there to pay? What number will you sold on? Nothing here is free. Nothing here is easy.
so pretty, man. So pretty. Pretty and powerful. That's a rare thing to be able to put that together. Because a lot of people can do pretty. A lot of people can do powerful. But to, to put those things together, well, stinking done. Yeah. Uh, I'll mm. keep Drew around. Yeah, me and my pom-poms. Amy, you strike me as, I think the thing uh, I like about you is that you're not an eternal optimist. You have optimism always, but to me, an eternal optimist means that they refuse to even look at the darkness. Mm. Not that they haven't experienced. Now, you've experienced it, but you're not afraid to turn and look at the dark. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in the Jesus industry portray themselves. You know, I remember talking to Sandy Patty about this, uh, I don't know, a year ago on the show. She's, of course, one of the first, you know, big Jesus singers. And, and it was always, you know, rainbows and unicorn farts. Like, it was just ridiculous, right? And now she's gone through some tough, tough, tough stuff. And we talked about how back in the day it was, whenever you are representing the Lord, it's all sunshine, you know, jazz hands. And I think I just had enough of that. And again, yeah. that's another endearing quality that you have. Uh, is that am I, is that a misread? Or? No, that goes back to what you're saying about on authenticity. And I think for me, I've realized that the Lord doesn't put any pressure on me to be anything. When If I'm walking into a room and I'm sad, I have permission to be sad. If I'm walking into the room and I am so angry at God, if I don't want to speak to him for a week i have permission that like we place this pressure on ourselves but that is just a religious spirit because god's not after our performance he's actually after the authentic and if the most honest thing you can say is is that i don't see you i don't hear you i don't love you mm-hmm. he to him that is a better offering than trying to trying to do the part and and that frees me up because he, he was never after my performance he was after the authentic, and I can always offer the authentic. Hmm. I can, whatever that is. Sure. Well, that song that you sang when you were quoting uh, Wiesel. Yeah. Oh, is that how you say it? Wiesel. I remember walking out of the children's exhibit at the uh, Holocaust Memorial in Jerusalem, and I was ferociously angry and weeping. I was, that was not a good time for me and me yeah. and the creator. That was not a good moment. Yeah. Um, so thank you for bringing that to what you do. I want to read a quote from someone about you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Over the last decade, I've interviewed some of the biggest entertainers in the industry and have had countless recording artists perform live in the studio. Then along came Amy Savin. Her passion scared me. Her talent humbled me. Her heart convicted me. Amy has a gravitational pull which sucked me in into a space I rarely find myself. Inspired. Drew Marshall, Canadian radio host. (laughs) To date, that is one of the kindest things someone has ever spoken, and you own it. And I just keep that little little quote tucked away. So good. A lot of the interns here are just wondering, where where has that Drew been? (laughs) (laughs) Drew, can I just say? Yes, please. You have a gift for building community that is so important to you to bring people together and to tell honest stories and that's why you've been so successful at what you do because um when you see a good story or when you see the authentic you have such a gift for pulling it in and bringing it out and in that you expose rightfully so 
things that need to grow and to heal. Um, so I just wanted to give that to you because you. that is a Thanks. huge part of what you've been doing on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go out with one more live song from Amy Savin. Uh, that time has just flown by. AmySavin.com. S-A-V-I-N. AmySavin.com. For those of you who have tuned in and are expecting the normal, see, normally we have, uh, normally we have normal recording artists in the studio. And the God's conversation doesn't happen. Because for me, music has penetrated my soul more than religion has. Yeah. But if I was going to have one person come in and sing Jesus stuff, it was going to be you. So thank you. It. Thank you. And I'm and for everyone else listening, next week will be the Good Brothers. And it was hard to find a song to play on air uh, that doesn't have any cursing in their songs. <laughs> so we're going to go back to our normally scheduled programming next week. Yes. All I right. love that I just cut in. Yeah. Amy, what's this song? So this is just a short one. Uh, I, I don't sing it like it is on the recording because I just like to do this version better. Mm-hmm. It's called Creator in the Cosmos. Sounds Coburn-esque. Very much so. Amy Savin on The Drew Marshall Show. Bottomless emptiness Earth was formless Hovering in the dark Elohim Trinity Creator
I like you. I like you too. All right, that's enough, Bush. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, for coming back on the show and uh, being our second last live recording artist. Woo-hoo. Such a treat. Such an absolute Thanks treat. for having me. It's so such an honor to open up my career with you and to launch my second album on the show. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Drew you want to get this album, it is called Unveiled. You go to amysavin.com, S-A-V-I-N, amysavin.com, uh, com. Unveiled is, yeah, we, where you want to go. I think I've already said that. Don't need to say it again, do I? Do I need to say it again? No. What are you pointing at, Tim? What do I need? Yeah, I, I'll do that later because okay. we're out of time in this all one. Right, all, right. Um, all right, listen, a short break. And when we come back, it's another Amy on the Drew Marshall Show. Amy Grant, Grammy-winning recording artist, joins us for our second-last Drew Marshall Show. Stay with us.